This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Thursday the 10th of February. In your Sport Today, Cummins opens up on Langer's exit. Rugby League loses an immortal. Melbourne Cup Day gets bigger. And an F1 move that backfired. This is your Sport Today. We've made a late change today. Gabs, you're in. Loose has the rest of the week off. So big shoes to fill, Gabs. You up for it? Uh, Yes, I'm sure my clown-sized feet can handle it, Fez. All right. We're going to start with some cricket today because the big news story of the last week has been about the resignation of Aussie men's coach Justin Langer. Test captain Pat Cummins was pretty non-committal when asked about Langer's future this summer, but now Langer is out and Cummins has told us what he's really been thinking. Gabs, what did the skipper have to say? Yeah, so just a bit of context here before we get into Cummins' comments. So Cricket Australia, they asked the players for their feedback on Langer before they made the decision on the coach's future, and it's understood the players' words held a lot of weight here. Basically, Cummins thanked Langer, but he said that the players wanted a new style of coach, and Langer's intensity and mood swings as a coach led to plenty of reviews and discussions over the past two years. Cummins said that the players could handle his intensity but they wanted a calmer, more collaborative coach from now on. Yeah, Cummins said this feedback wouldn't come as a surprise to Langer because of all the evaluations the team's done over the past couple of years. Uh, Every man and his dog has had his say about this, but nobody has been louder than Langer's mates and former teammates. But Cummins addressed that too. Yeah, and what he said, that it was just mates sticking up for their mates. And you need to remember, Langer played in the golden age of Australian cricket, so his mates are some of the best players to ever play the game. We're talking guys like Ricky Ponting and Shane Warne, and they all went into bat for Langer over the past few days. Now, Mitchell Johnson, he was a teammate of Cummins and he called him gutless for not being more honest when asked about Langer before he resigned. Cummins said he disagreed and hasn't spoken to Johnson, but just as Langer's mates had his back, Cummins says he's looking after his players. He also said that Langer is welcome in the dressing room at any time. Well, the next dressing room will be at the SCG because Australia plays Sri Lanka in the first of five T20 internationals tomorrow night. To Beijing now, where Aussie Bell Brockoff finished fourth in the women's snowboard cross final yesterday. Uh, The race was won by American Lindsay Jacobellis some 16 years after she blew a golden chance. Yeah, Fez, this is known as one of the biggest blunders in Winter Olympics history. So at the 2006 Games in Torino, Jacobellis was coasting to a gold medal, but on the second to last jump, she tried to get heaps fancy and it cost her. She didn't stick the landing, she fell over and had to watch her rival zoom past for the gold. But 16 years later, there were no tricks in the final and she got her redemption to take home the gold medal. Brockhoff, she almost didn't make it out of the quarterfinals in this event. She came from last to finish second by 0.01 seconds. It was called a miracle by the commentator, but she couldn't summon another one in the final. Yeah, and she was pretty upset after the race, but she still got the mixed cross event with Jared Hughes and they are the world champions. That one's on Saturday. Uh, For more on the Beijing Winter Olympics, check out the Beijing Blitz podcast. It's got all the news and what's coming up each day of the Beijing Games. Find it in your Sport Today feed. 
Yesterday, Rugby League lost an immortal Johnny Raper after a long battle with illness. Uh, he's been described as one of the game's greatest players. Gabs, tell us a bit about what Raper achieved on the field. Yeah, when you're talking about Raper, you can't go past the big one. Raper, he's an immortal of the game, and he was one of the four original members announced back in 1981. Now, to be an immortal, you have to be one of the greatest ever, and you had to have changed the way that rugby league was played. And Raper did that for St. George when he won eight straight grand finals. He played 39 tests for Australia and captained that team to a win at the 1968 World Cup. He also represented New South Wales 31 times and it was named in the Australian Rugby League Team of the Century in 2008. It's an incredible resume. Uh, There have been countless tributes from former players and administrators and Fox League has been replaying some of those grand final wins from the 60s. Today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. How many immortals are there? Help us out, Gabs. Well, I'll say that Andrew Johns is the eighth and there have been a few since. Thanks, Gabs. Find out the answer at the end of the show. You might have heard of The Last Dance, the doco on the Chicago Bulls, but now we've got the big dance. Gabs, I don't think Michael Jordan's part of this one, though. (laughs) Uh, No, I don't think so. But hey, if he likes horse racing in Sydney, then this might just be his thing. (laughs) The big dance was announced yesterday as a new 1,600-metre race in Randwick. That's in Sydney. That'll happen on the same day as the Melbourne Cup. The race is going to be about 30 minutes after the Cup and has been brought in to try to keep punters going after the race that stops the nation. The big dance offers $2 million in prize money, so not as as much as the Melbourne Cup, but it does mean a big first Tuesday in November for horse racing fans. There will also be another new race. It's called the Five Diamonds, and that's going to be at Rose Hill Gardens later that week. Pace yourself, Gabs. Mm. Pace yourself. Racing <laughs> New South Wales also announced a further $25 million in prize money. It's been a big few months for Aussie Paddy Mills. He led the Boomers to their first ever medal at the Tokyo Olympics. He joined a new NBA team. He was nominated for Australian of the Year. And Gabs, he's now made it to All-Star Weekend. Yeah, he sure has, Fez, and he's going to be involved in the annual three-point contest. What that means is he's going to go up against seven other players to see who the best shooter in the NBA is. The way it works is there are five racks of five balls spread across the three-point line, and players have 70 seconds to sink as many threes as they can. Oh, and there's a money ball, and that's worth double, and Fez there's a whole rack of just money balls. Do you really <laughs> want to be sinking those? Mills is the first Aussie to make the three-point contest, and he won't have to worry about last year's winner, Steph Curry. He's decided to skip the event. Yeah, no, Steph Curry. I'm sure all the competitors are pretty yeah. happy to see the back of him. Uh, All-Star Weekend starts on Sunday, February 20. This week at the Autosport Awards in London, the Mercedes F1 team offered a behind-the-scenes look at their factory to the lucky winner of a VIP auction with all proceeds going to charity. Seems pretty harmless, right? Well, it backfired big time. (laughs) Fez, this is where it helps to have quite a bit of money, or so I've been told. (laughs) So the winner of this prize wasn't any ordinary bidder. It was actually Christian Horner. He's the team boss of Mercedes' biggest rival, Red Bull. So Horner paid about $7,500 for the special tour, and he intends on taking it with a handful of his Red Bull mates. F1 teams are really protective of how they build and run their cars. So Mercedes 
Aussies won't want to leave any blueprints lying around for Horner <laughs> to get a peek at. Yeah, phones in pockets on that tour, please. <laughs> uh, Horner said it'll be interesting to see how Mercedes is spending its budget. Uh, the F1 season starts next month. And Gabs, I hope the Netflix cameras are going to go along with Horner too for the next season of Drive to Survive. All right, that's just about us done for this episode of Sport Today. But before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. How many immortals are there? Gabs, Joey's the eighth. How many are there? Fez, there are 13, and Mal Meninga was the most recent man to be crowned an immortal. Yep, 13 is the correct answer. All right, that's it for us done today. Gabs and I will be back to round off the week tomorrow. Have a great day, and we'll catch you then. 